Welcome to the Unrest Podcast. I'm Madeline Green. And I'm Caitlin Stansel. If you haven't done so yet, go ahead and hit subscribe so you make sure you don't miss any of our latest episodes as soon as they post. It's been so, a busy week in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a busy week in the news. I figured we could talk a little bit about the submarine or submersible that went to visit the Titanic. Obviously, you, you listeners don't know, but I've always been obsessed with the Titanic. And I can remember when they first, it's actually been years that I first saw something that said you could pay to go down there and see it. And mm-hmm. I remember instantly being like, oh my God, that would be so amazing to get to see it in real life. And then this happened and I'm not <laughs> sure if I would want to do it now. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there are like very few companies that even offer it. And obviously, like a high price to pay, not just money wise, but, you know, life or death wise as well. It's uh, quite risky. Um, But something, I mean, not to find humor in it, but, you know, with all of the news happening, there were lots of memes and like TikToks and, you know, people kind of up in arms about how much people pay to do this kind of thing. But one thing that someone said was, you know, the ghost of Titanic were getting their <laughs> revenge on these like wealthy people coming down to see their grave. And I just thought that was an interesting perspective to have on on all of this that went down. Well, yeah. And like I said, you know, as a person who's really into history and that kind of thing in my head, I thought, wow, that would be so amazing to go down there and just see it. And then I also watched a video from this woman on TikTok and she's like, you know, it's not the fact that they spent all this money to go down there or that the the submersible had a handle from the camper oh, like world. A PlayStation uh, controller. A PlayStation controller. She's like, it's the fact that they spent that much like that they're down there and you can only see it through this small window. All five of you, what are you actually really gonna see that you couldn't see on YouTube or something? And I'm like that's actually really a good point that I didn't think about. Are you really going to be able to see that much? It's not like you can get really cool pictures of you in the ship. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like you, like I saw a few of those other researchers and stuff, like their pictures, and it's them with the circle window and like a tiny piece of wood from the ship or something. Like you could so, really be looking at anything and no one would know that it wasn't right? the Titanic. And so that part is the interesting part to me. It's like, what are you actually really seeing that you couldn't see sitting up above the water on a ship with the robotics down there looking at stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's it's just just... not worth the risk to do that, especially with today's technology to be able to see these videos that we have of it. Like it doesn't look any different than those videos. Yeah, it's not like you get you dive down and take a piece of barnacle from the Titanic or something, you know. <laughs> or like sit in the dining room chair. <laughs> you are in a small enclosed area with five people looking through a, a small window. <laughs> I just think that claustrophobia alone would get me. Like being in that tight of a space with five people for that long. I mean, oh, that's 100%. a lot. A hundred percent. But still such a terrible thing to lose you know, anybody, just like you said, all those memes and stuff, like some of them, of course, were funny, but in the grand scheme of things, it's never 
It's never funny to lose somebody in such a tragic way. Yeah. Our thoughts are with their families and friends. And, you know, let's let Titanic lie where it is and be the grave that it is for the thousands of people that died there. Yep. And now five more. Back to the main topic of our podcast, which is ghost and spooky things. This is a really interesting episode, I think, especially if you've never heard of a skinwalker. I interviewed Julie and she was out on a hike with her boyfriend and they had a really strange experience. Take a listen. Me and my boyfriend, we like to go hiking and stuff and we participate in a lot of scary activities with ghost hunting and we like to go to haunted locations and stuff like that. A few weeks ago, it was actually about two weeks ago now, we went to the Grand Canyon and we decided to stay at night to stargaze. So we found a spot near the rim because that's like, I don't know if you've ever been there, but there's a bunch of trees around the Grand Canyon area. And if you're sitting at the rim, that's where you can have an unobstructed view of the sky. And you can actually see the Milky Way and stuff from there. It's very pretty. It's one of the best spots in the United States to stargaze. So that's why we decided to do that. And when we were sitting at the rim, it was dark at that point. And my boyfriend, he just got this awful feeling. And he was like, we need to leave. I feel like something is watching us. And I'm a big believer that if your gut is telling you that something's wrong, then you should listen to it. So I was like, okay, let's leave. And as we were walking back, we were about 20 minutes from the car and we were walking down this trail. It was pitch black. You literally could not see your hand in front of your face. That's how dark it was. And we were walking and he was acting so strange we've been together for five years and he's never acted like this before. Like he was panicking, having a panic attack and out of nowhere, we just heard this whistle from behind us. It sounded like a man whistling in the trees and we both just stopped and we were looking behind us. We were pointing the flashlight because we thought someone was following us and we didn't see anyone at all. Um, there were no people around us that we knew of. And at that point, we were like, okay, we we need to hurry up our pace and go to the car faster. So as we were walking towards the car, he he just said, like, we are not going the right way. I feel like we need to go the opposite way, which is where the whistling came from. And I was like, we are not going that way. That's not the right way. And I had to have, like, a full conversation with him to get him to believe me to go the opposite way. And he still didn't believe me at that point. We kept walking towards the car. And we got to the visitor center area. There are some lights over there. So that's how I knew that we were in the right spot because we parked near there. And for some reason, he was like, we need to just keep walking into the pitch blackness, (laughs) which was away from the lights where we parked. And um, I was like, that is not the right way. I, it, it was honestly the strangest experience. He's not like that. He's not anxious at all. He's not bad with direction. And it just really freaked me out. So I convinced him to go towards the parking lot because I knew where it was. 
and we saw our car in the distance. It was pretty far. Um, it's a huge parking lot to accommodate for all the people that go there. And there were no cars in the parking lot. There were no other people around us. And as we're walking towards our car, we heard this really heavy panting. The best way to describe it is like a demonic dog. Like it was just heavy breathing and it sounded like an animal, like it was going to attack us. And it just sounded like it was getting closer to us, like it was running towards us. And for some reason, my boyfriend, he was just standing there. He, he like, I was having, like, no reaction to this. Like, he heard it, but he wasn't, his instinct wasn't to run away from it like me. I was just ready to run towards the visitor center. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, we need to run. Like, there's something coming towards us. And I got him to follow me, and we ran towards the visitor center. And we finally got out of the distance of it. It's panting like we didn't hear it anymore. And we were standing there and we're like, what the heck just happened? Because he point, like, pointed the flashlight around. There was no animals. There was no people, nothing. We heard it so loudly, but we didn't see anything. It just didn't make sense. And we were standing at the visitor center regrouping. We were trying to figure out what to do because there was nobody around us. I thought about calling like the police or like a ranger, but I was like, they're going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> So we just really didn't know what to do. The only thing we could think of doing is just, you know, run towards the car (laughs) and hope that whatever's there isn't going to attack us. So we both just ran towards the car. Everything was normal. Like nothing was over there. We didn't hear that panting noise. We didn't see anyone. We got in the car and we left. And he, he was so weird for like an hour after that experience he was just not himself at all he really was freaked out and scared and panicked and yeah that was our encounter with that whatever it was there was a big debate between it being a mountain lion and it being a skinwalker those were the main two things and I didn't know mountain lions could whistle. I looked it up and I listened to a couple different videos of mountain lions whistling And it sounded nothing like what we heard. What we heard sounded like a person, like a man whistling. It's very hard to confuse the two if you've listened to them. And also, I tried to find videos of, like, mountain lions panting. I'm pretty sure when they pant, they don't make a noise. I couldn't find a video of them making a noise. So I... I've pretty much just debunked that. I don't think it was a mountain lion at all. I think we would have been able to recognize the noise or have seen something. And then I looked into the skinwalker claims, which I really don't want to look into because that sounds terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) But I did look into it. And unfortunately, it (laughs) makes the most sense for what we encountered. So... They are Navajo witches that can transform into animals and they try and like lure people to their deaths. It's very common for them to whistle and try and like get people's attention. I've heard that they mess with people's emotions and feelings and like your head. And something that really creeped me out when I read in the TikTok comments, someone said that when a skinwalker like whistles and it sounds far away, it means that they're actually like really close to you. 
And if they like make a noise and it sounds like it's really close, they're far away from you. So that just made me think when we were standing there and we heard the whistle and it sounded kind of far away from us, it was actually probably right by us. <laughs> Finally leaving and it sounded right in front of us, it could have meant that it was actually really far away from us. So that creeped me out. <laughs> Everything that I researched about skinwalkers kind of matches up with the experience that we had, unfortunately. So <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've heard stories about skinwalkers and never thought that I would encounter one in my lifetime. <laughs> and the fact that we possibly did freaks me out a lot. So I'm sure it would freak anyone out. <laughs> the best way to describe it is it sounded like it was like mocking us. Like it, it was a very sinister whistle. That's why we were scared that there was a person following us that maybe had bad intentions or something like that. It wasn't like a friendly whistle and... It, it definitely freaked us out. It wasn't just like a whistle you hear in nature, like a bird or something. And you're like, oh, that's an animal. Yeah. <laughs> like do as I say, not as I do. Are we that generation? Or are we doing and working on ourselves just as much as we work on the technology that we crave? Artificial intelligence and the concerns, I would say, were pretty valid. But the interesting thing about that is, is it valid because that's how we see ourselves? Are we are we looking at them, but then really seeing us? You said your boyfriend, right? Is is who was with you? So after this. And he was, like, acting all weird. Did you ask him, like, hey, what the heck was going on? Yeah, I did. Because he has never acted like that. And he had no idea what had happened to him. Like, he felt like something had messed with his head. He's never felt like that before. And right after it happened, he actually wanted to call his grandfather who's a priest and ask him to like pray over him because he was really scared with what had happened he just felt like he had like lost control of his mind we've been together for five years we've been to so many haunted places and he's never acted like that it really freaked me out too i hate to admit this but <laughs> last week me and my boyfriend we were in the kitchen cooking and it was later in the day around eight o'clock it was dark over here and we both heard a whistle come from our backyard. I wish that I was, like, making this up. But we both were like, did you just hear that? And we we both were like, okay, we're going to ignore that. That didn't happen. Because <laughs> that's what I've learned from the TikTok comments. If you hear a whistle at night, just ignore it. Do not investigate it. <laughs> and then also, my boyfriend, he told me this a couple days ago. He... He was freaked out to tell me this because he doesn't want me to think that he's going crazy or anything. But he said that ever since we've got home, he has just been, been seeing dark shadows like in the corner of his eye, just like walking by him. And he's never had anything like that happen before. So it's really freaking him out. So we are looking into like saging our houses or We've been told to go to, like, a medicine man to get rid of whatever 
happened, but it's definitely been scary at our house. So we've we've never had anything like that happen before. So it's been an experience. So I have always believed in ghosts. I've never I'm open to like other monsters and stuff you know like and like witches like skinwalkers and stuff i've never encountered anything like that i've encountered ghosts before though because we've (laughs) gone to many haunted places um when i was a kid i actually used a ouija board a lot with my friends and family (laughs) yeah that was my first experience with the paranormal and after using that i was a big believer in ghosts because I had a lot of crazy stuff happen to me as a kid. <laughs> so, yeah, I've I've believed in that stuff pretty much my whole life. I'd have to say, after using the Ouija board, me and my friend, um, we'd have sleepovers a lot at my house. This was around when I was, like, I don't know, 10 or 12 years old, sometime in that range. So we would be in my house, and we experienced this dark childlike shadow figure a few times and this was the first time where I really was like oh my gosh this stuff's real because both of us saw it and prior to that I was the only one experiencing it but we had a shared experience that was like okay this is real um so we were sitting in my basement and to the left of us we saw this figure just crawl across the basement floor and it was just this dark like childlike figure it just crawled like so fast and both of us stopped what we were doing and we were like did you just see that (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh like my brother has to be down here he's probably just messing with us he just like crawled in the basement and like we went over and looked and there was nobody downstairs my brother wasn't even home (laughs) and we were like oh my gosh that that was a ghost like something just crawled across the floor (laughs) we both just saw that what the heck yeah that was definitely the first encounter I had that was like a shared experience that made me really believe in ghosts Definitely an interesting story because I am not that well versed in skinwalkers. This is the first people are not (laughs) right. This is the first skinwalker story. I'm pretty sure that we've had. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty creepy to just see their experience along this hike. And then the fact that she's noticing her boyfriend is acting strange. Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) We're not going to do that, especially not on a hike. I thought it was so interesting, too, for just, like, where they were hiking, that it has this sort of Native American connection. And just to sort of reiterate what she said, a skinwalker is believed to be from Navajo culture and is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. And obviously, this was a really strange experience for them. They they weren't sure what was going on, what was following them. But she just said the more and more she researched into it, like, this was the only thing that made sense as to what it could have been. I don't even think I could research into it. After that, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't want to know. Just ignorance is bliss. Definitely will make me think twice when I go hiking next time. Just don't do it at night, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. That makes everything creepier, just in general. Were, Were they hiking at night? 
they were going back to their car so it was like okay. yeah like, like dusk or whatever yeah. well if you have a story that you'd love to share with us here on the unrest podcast all you have to do is reach out you can email us at the unrest podcast at gmail.com or you can check us out on social media you can send your stories through facebook instagram check us out on tiktok until next time unrest, unrest in peace, peace.